good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cup, Hidney Cup again. Because all the hippies were trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You are listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot, and we discuss local and national Native news and events. And as you know, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. This portion of the show is supported by MN350, a grassroots organization fighting for climate justice. Hey, we have Nathan right on, and I can hear some birds in the background. This is awesome. Good sound effects, Nathan. Welcome to uh, Native Fritz Radio, and it's good to see you again. And wow, we have a lot to talk about. Welcome. Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me, Robert. Um, yes, I'm in a beautiful area right now, uh, right next to a, a, a spring-fed lake. Uh, as the weatherman mentioned, you guys are expecting some rain uh, this evening over in Minnesota. Here in Michigan, we, we are expecting some too. Um, I'm hoping that it keeps up. It had a 100% chance of rain right about now, but it, it looks like we're just getting sprinkles, so we should we should be okay. Yeah, you're coming in pretty clear. Um, let's talk about what you're doing and why are you so close to that uh, spring? And that's uh, let our audience know this is uh, awesome to hear and what's going on. And uh, I know... Uh, Haley and Zoe really want to know and are excited to listen to what you have to say. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, as you know, I'm with Mackinac Day, and we're a water protector group, an environmentalist uh, educator group, and we're based here in Michigan. And I've been doing this for the last three years. So there is a, uh, a, a leader here. Uh, from Harbor Springs, his name was Andrew Blackbird, and he wrote a book in the late 1800s. And in this book, he says this, I don't have it memorized uh, too well, so I'm gonna have to read from my little script, but um, he spoke in Old English. So this is what he said, thou shalt immerse thy body into the lake or river at least 10 days in succession in the early part of the spring of the year that thy body maybe strong and swift of foot to chase the game and on the warpath. So this was the inspiration for doing this. As uh, many people know, they've heard about cold water therapy. So basically what I started doing, me and my friend Dan uh, Hinman from Little Travers Bay Band, is we started going in the cold water. Normally it's done around May 1st. This year, because of the warm weather here, I got excited, as I typically do with things, and I said, well, I'm going to go out now because it's going to stay warm. It's going to stay 70, 80 degrees, right? That's what we all yeah. thought. We were tricked. <laughs> and, and so <laughs> I was doing this. By the third day, you know, things were going well, but then the temperatures dropped. Uh, sometimes those temperatures got down to um, 34 was the coldest day which meant, meant the water temperature was somewhere between 32 and 34 degrees. This water might be even colder than that just because there's a spring. I don't think this part freezes uh, over the winter time because of that spring. There's a spring literally right, right where all that wood is. That's why that wood is set up there because there's a spring right there and that's where I go. So that cold water is coming up from Mother Earth. Wow. Now, I've been doing this for three years. I don't recommend anyone just jump in and do this. This is not one of those things. I got a good, healthy body and, uh, you know, I've been working on this. So I just want to say this disclaimer first. This isn't something that you guys see this. Don't go out and do it. One, one I'm doing this too early right now. And it's just happened by accident. I don't know if I'm going to do this again. This is my 15th day of doing this. My body's very acclimated to it. However, it is still cold. Um, and there's four reasons that I'm doing this. One, I'm doing this for the water, to raise awareness to the water, uh, to raise awareness to the environmental issues that we face. Two, 
I'm doing it because I'm starting to run. I started to run two weeks ago. My first time for four miles was 39 minutes. I'm already down to 34. My average time throughout the year is 31 to 33 minutes for four miles. So it's, I believe it's helped out with that. It's anti-inflammatory, or I'm sorry, it helps reduce inflammation. Mm -hmm. uh, three, I'm doing it to raise awareness to the Northwoods Nature Fest that we're having June 17th here in Iron, um, I'm sorry, here in Indian River, Michigan. And then four, I'm doing it to bring this back. This is, this is something I think um, our mindset has been, we can't do stuff like this. In, in a lot of ways, we, become, we have become soft. And it's not our fault. It's probably through colonialization, all that. So this is another return to our roots type thing. And I believe because we all need healthy soil, we all need fresh, clean water, we all need uh, fresh, clean air, that if we have all these things and we incorporate in them in, into our lives, like myself and many other people do, and many other people are trying to do, that we would be able to do this, all of us, with no problem. But it's the mindset. And so mm -hmm. this, this is uh, something I am uh, exploring with me doing. This is the longest I've ever done it, um, 15 days. And it's just for those four reasons. Go ahead. I'm probably talking too much. <laughs> no, this is a talk show. It's perfect. I'm going to have Zoe and Haley ask you a quick question. Uh, but I, I was at a sunrise service in February, a Native American, I think February or March Native American uh, uh, day here in Minnesota. And prior to that sunrise, there were four Native American women that I know who did go into the water. And I did not know the significance until you talked about this. Zoe, uh, Haley, do you have anything to ask, uh, Nathan? Um, I think it's really incredible that you've been doing it for 15 days. I remember when I was in middle school, there was like a, um, a tr like a viral challenge going around. Like the, I, I was it Haley? I don't know if you if you also did this, but it was like this. Like was it? The ice bucket challenge for like AS ice bucket challenge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I did do that once and ran into the lake, but um, I could not imagine doing that for fifty days. So I'm curious about how you've kind of like trained yourself to be able to do this for so for so many days in a row. Great question. I, I have to admit, when I first started doing it, it was uh, and we're going to do it. By the way, uh, you know, let me know when we got a few minutes left. Probably at the four minute range, uh, if you guys don't mind. Well, we'll um, do that second segment. We'll have you go into the water in the second segment. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's cool. Cool, no problem. Uh, so, first off, I've been doing it a couple years. I started doing it, I think it was like mid-May, the first year I did it. And I admit, when I came out of the water the first couple times, I shook. I was like, right now, I'd be like this, you know, shaking really bad. And, you know, one thing I want to mention, if you do this and you're in the water and you start shaking, please get out. That's your body telling you it's time to get out. But as you acclimate to it, you can stay in the water a lot longer. You still have to be careful. You know, I am not out here to prove anything. I'm, I'm not. That's why we used to call this the cold water challenge. But, you know, there's a lot of that. That challenge word is used a lot on uh, Facebook and social media. So we just decided to call, I decided to call it the experience because that's what it is. It's, a, it's, um, it's to me equivalent to a sweat. It's like going, it's the opposite though. It's wow. not as hot, but you go, you go into a sweat and you know how when you come out, you feel reborn. It's the exact same thing. I've had moments when I've witnessed cold water, I did not want to. I, I say two or three times, I was like, man, it's windy again. Uh, the temperature's bad. The wind chill factor is making the uh, wind on my skin 29 degrees, but it was actually colder than that because I just went into the water. It's that's the air temp, but when you got water on your skin, that makes it even colder. I don't even I can't even find any um, tool out there to to figure out what that temperature is. But before going in, multiple times I've said I don't feel like doing this, but I know when I'm done, 
I'm going to feel awesome. Hey, we're here with Nathan Wright, and we're talking about cold water therapy, and we're going to have Nathan go into the water and show this. So come on Facebook and uh, YouTube uh, Native Roots Radio and check it out. We'll be right back after this uh, short break. Stay with us. Ho-wah. I heard sex trafficking happens a lot in Indian country. What is that? Here are some of the real reasons why sex trafficking happens in Indian country. Unequal gender roles that were forced on us by colonization. Communities don't have enough resources. Silence around domestic and sexual violence. Lack of attention and justice for missing and murdered indigenous people. There's a lot of behavior that keeps our communities out of balance. These are just a few true reasons why native communities are targeted by traffickers. When these acts of violence happen in our communities, it opens us all up for exploitation. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. At Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces, we have wood stoves that qualify for the new 30% income tax credit, a great opportunity to get an efficient stove and heat with renewable energy. Right now, avoid supply chain delays, avoid the fall rush, avoid bad weather installation, and save money because we are now discounting the price on all chimney parts you need for installation for any of Woodland's new stoves and fireplaces. We can help you with the stove and the chimney planning. Want to do it yourself? We will help you determine all the parts needed with our installation know-how. We have been installing wood stoves and fireplaces for over 45 years. Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces has over 35 working wood, gas, and electric units on display at the corner of East Franklin and Riverside Avenue in Minneapolis. Save money. Take advantage of the spring and summer chimney discounts when you buy any fireplace product right now at Woodland Stoves and Fireplaces. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit MN350.org. Hi, I'm Jane Fonda, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This segment of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Yes, it is. Hey, we're here with Nathan Wright here uh, from Michigan and one of our friends that comes on uh, infrequently, but we love talking to Nathan. We're talking a little bit about cold water therapy. And uh, Nathan, you're right next to uh, water there. What are we going to do here? Water is life. Ho-wah. Life. Yes, absolutely. Well, let me uh, uh, set this up a bit. Um, first off, my toes are cold right now. My feet are getting cold. That's how cold. So right now it's about 50 degrees out here. Uh, the last two weeks that I've been doing this, like I said, the temperature has been anywhere from 34 at the, the coldest to 75 at the warmest when I first started this out. I really thought for sure <laughs> it was going to stay like that, but I was wrong. And me being stubborn, once I get into things, I, I continue them. So uh, when I hit the 10-day period, which is what uh, Andrew Blackbird had recommended, I decided to be stubborn again, and I'm just going to keep going. Plus, plus I want to see what happens. I want to see what happens after... 30 days. So I want to talk about some of the things I'm going to experience before I get in because I'm probably not going to be able to talk too much when I'm in there and I can't wear the headphones uh, while I'm oh. in there. So if you guys have any questions, if, <laughs> if, if you guys have any questions, you know, I, I can try to, but when I jump in, I tell you what, when I first go in, I'll, I'll wear the headphones. Um, my uh, wonderful um, child, Dewagen, is here helping me out. So they right will on. hold the phone and, um, I could probably answer some initial questions, but right okay. So right here we have, we have the spring here coming right out of mother earth spring fed Lake water temperature right now, anywhere from 32 to 34. It's definitely colder right there. I feel it. When I get over there, oh. it's cold. The sand, when my oh. feet touch the sand, the sand is actually very warm. The sand oh. is warm to me. This is not the normal time of year to do this. I got 20% battery left. This is not the normal time of year to do this. I don't recommend anyone do this um, just right off the bat. You watch this video, don't sit there and go, I'm gonna go jump in the water. <laughs> I do this gradually. There are some 
I take my time just to be safe. I, like I said, I don't have anything to prove. And yeah, that's it. I like what you said, Nathan, so before you get in. Gonna... Before you get in, Nathan, I like what you said earlier is that it's the opposite of a sweat. And I, I wonder if you could just, before you go in, just re, uh, let our audience know what you meant by that. A lot of our uh, white allies are listening to this show, too. Sure. So it's like um, we're trained to think in our minds that warmth heat is great. We, we, you know, are, are the warmth of our mother when we're a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the, 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 the warmth of the house when we walk in. We're taught nothing but how great he is. But we're, we're told that cold is bad. Cold is bad. And the funny thing is, whenever you get like an injury, one of the first things a doctor says is put cold on it, put heat on it, put cold on it, put heat on it. It'll heal faster. That's pretty interesting. Because we don't probably do enough cold to flesh out the things that are in our body. This wow. also builds up immunity. It's been reported that it builds up your immune system as well. Now, that's something you'll have to, you know, read about yourself to figure that out. But for three years, I did not have uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm doing something. I'm doing something. You know, I, I'm an indigenous herbalist. Yeah. And I believe... In a lot of our traditional ways, I've experienced them myself. I might have a different perspective than most people do, but I also believe what I'm doing is very, I try to closely align what I do in this modern world with what our ancestors did. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not. I aim to be traditional, but I can't say I'm completely traditional because I'm not completely living traditional, but I'm trying to in this modern world. So that's that's also what I like to say. Nathan, are you my age? I'm sixty. I'm sixty-two. How old are you? You're younger than me. I am not far behind you. Okay, I'm not far behind you. (laughs) Well, you're you're in great shape, and people that are listening to us, jump on our Facebook. We're about to uh, see Nathan get into the springs here, and uh, he's looking pretty buff. Okay, come on, come on over here. (laughs) Okay, you put that down. You hold on to this. You're going to have to get right here. I could take some questions. Okay, he so, still has his uh, headset, headset on, Zoe. Uh, here, hold on. Okay, this is like... Okay, so uh, I'm entering the water here. This is historic for Native Roots Radio, uh, Radio is that we, we are going live into the the cold water here with Nathan uh, hold on to getting some cold water therapy uh, like our uh, relatives uh, used to. Okay, Nathan. Okay, that's you, good. All right. You don't, you so don't I, look cold. I, this is the longest the cord is. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Your son's going to have to come out with you. <laughs> or your daughter, whoever's uh, got the camera. I don't think that's going to be. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's going to be possible. How much, how much time do we got? Well, we got uh, a good uh, five minutes. We can describe what you're doing. I think Zoe uh, is good at describing. We could describe what you're doing and uh, maybe unplug the headphones and maybe you'll be able to hear us. Uh, from the the camera. End. Okay. All right. Okay. So, any questions first before I unplug? Any questions Zoe, first? I, I know you got a question. I can see it in your. No, you don't. Okay. Zoe doesn't. Haley doesn't. We're just excited to see this. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna go ahead and unplug. Hopefully, I'll hear you. I got like 10% battery left, so hopefully we could finish this. So let's go ahead and yeah. unplug. We we got 34 degrees uh, temperature. The water is 34 degrees, um, and Nathan's going into the water right now. Trying to describe this, but he's frozen. Up, oh, we just lost oh. Nathan. Nathan. Oh, oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> we, Man, we were making this history. We we're making history, and we just lost him. I hope none of one of those. Too, uh, the water's too cold. Under, Sea yeah. monsters came and got him because I was oh like one gosh. big bite. I wonder if his phone died. He said he had ten percent. Right, and the colder and the colder it gets. But you know, Zoe, I, I, I really hit home with me. And again, I saw some uh, Native women, cold weather, like they do it a lot, go out and do this cold water therapy. And I didn't know it was a a, a Native thing. Did you? 
Um, I've I didn't know that either, but I have heard of at least in like the Navajo culture and Diné culture, um, they do snow baths. You know, at right. the the first snow of the year, they go out and you know jump around in it if there's enough. So I that that's the closest thing I've heard of um, to what Nathan's doing. But it looks like he's he's coming back. Let's see. Oh, there he is. Oh, he's all wet. Buffering. Okay. There he is. All right. Oh, there we go. Did you did you Nathan, hear the eagle story? Nathan, you're story. you're you're. Can you hear us? It's kind of frozen there. Can you hear us, Nathan? He's only got ten percent. Well, we we hear you a little bit. You broke up a little bit. Okay, uh, you you're totally submerged. How long do you stay in uh, the water? Nina just asked that, which is a great question. I haven't done. Did it you yet. hear? Can we still do oh. it? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And then, how long do you stay in Can when you do go do in? It? Yes, go ahead. So just, just for a couple, for a couple uh, seconds. Okay, just but for a couple seconds. As soon as I come out, I have to drop. Okay, as soon as he comes off, if you didn't hear, he has to dry, and that makes total sense. This is like historic, Zoe. I don't think we've ever done anything like this in seven years. This is awesome. I've been. Oh. I feel bad for our folks that aren't seeing this. Well, he's at waist high. Now he's chest high. He's put both of his hands on top of his head, Zoe and Haley. Almost um, full body dip. Yeah. Well, let's see if he submerges. Let's see. No, not yet. <laughs> Nina, one of our great play listeners, by play. Put wow, well we gotta do a play by play. He's heading out towards the deeper end. And he still has his hands on top of his head. Uh Haley, uh what do you think of this? This is like a great time to join Native Ritz Radio, isn't it? I am so so excited to be seeing this. It makes me you know, want to try it as well. But like you said, you got to ease into it and acclimate your body, you know, so you can Well, I think safely. you and Zoe should start a Native uh, American uh, Gen Z club to do this. And I would support that, you know, whether it was with uh, resist t-shirts or, or whatever, but I would support that. And Nathan's trying to get back on. There he is. There he is. We, Nathan, Did can you, you hear us? No, we yeah we missed Did that part. part where I went on? Yeah, go do it again. We didn't Did catch that. No. <laughs> yeah, we missed that. Oh, there he goes. Hey, oh. so how much time do we got left here? Because this is like uh, seriously. About a minute. This is serious. Uh, this is serious radio. You know, we got and about again, a minute left. You know, it's it's great to uh, have all these people watching on Facebook Live and in our YouTube uh, again, uh, Native Ritz Radio Facebook, um, and then also YouTube Native Ritz Radio. And I think he's going to do it again. And I'm going to put some bumper music to it. Let's do it. All right, there he goes. There he goes. There he goes. He's underneath. He submerged and he just came up. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Victory. Hey, you're listening and watching Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake. Up next, we have to talk more about this. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. Please stay with us. Ho! JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff.
I love my Toyota vehicles, so when I have to get service done, there's only one place I go. Rudy Luther Toyota. They know Toyotas inside and out. It starts with them checking your alignment and tire treads with the Hunter Quick Check Drive Inspection Service. Oil changes, tires, batteries, wipers, no matter what you need done, they can help you with reliable Toyota parts and the best service team in Minnesota. Check their website, RudyLutherToyota.com, for service and parts specials just for your Toyota vehicles. Get your Toyota serviced at Rudy Luther Toyota, 394 and 169 in Golden Valley. Hey, AM950 listeners. My name is JP Derbogosian. I'm the host of This Queer Book, Say My Life, the show where LGBTQ guests share the queer books that saved their lives with the very authors who wrote them. This week, I'm co-hosting with Enrico Manalo from the DEI Is podcast. We're talking with Brian McCormick about queer inclusivity at work. What does that really mean to be queer inclusive? What does belonging look like for queer folk? Join us every Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota. Hi, this is Chad from AM950. Snap Construction is arguably the most well-reviewed roofing, siding, window, and insulation contractor in the metro. Ryan is so excited about working with AM950 and our listeners that he wants to help us grow. This is Ryan, owner of Snap Construction. I was friends with Chad long before I started marketing with him. I was a bit skeptical of radio advertising before Chad convinced us to run ads. The advertising's been so successful, we want to help the station grow. We've absolutely loved working with the listeners of AM950, and we all know how extreme important this radio station is to the community. To help AM950 grow, Snap Construction will be putting up proceeds to assist the station in marketing on social media. Snap Construction encourages you to follow, engage, share, and interact on the AM950 social media platforms. Together, we can all work to ensure AM950 continues to thrive and grow in our communities. We stand by our work with a lifetime craftsmanship guarantee. For a free estimate or more information on our financing, call 612-333-SNAP or check us out online. Hi, I'm Kelly Tanky. And I'm Joe Kirk. Tune in to AM950's newest show, Searching for Service, a show designed to help current and future Rotarians find purpose through service. We are dedicated to sharing stories, experiences, and opportunities for those searching for purpose, value, and meaning. But more importantly, connection through community. Tune in Sundays at 3 p.m. or anytime via podcasts. It's time to stop searching and start serving. Tune in this Saturday morning right here on AM 950 for the Gardening with Joy and Holly radio show from 7 to 8 a.m. We'll be discussing does companion planting really work as well as mulches for your ornamental and edible gardens. Our guest is host of PBS's own Growing a Greener World. Joe Lampo will be with us and will answer your garden questions. That's all this Saturday morning from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on AM 950. Tell a friend and let's grow together. Get paid to upgrade. Warner Stellion will buy your appliance for $50 during our trade-in sale. No one else saves you more time from shopping to free professional delivery like Warner Stellion. Put us to the test. Shop Minnesota family-owned warnerstellion.com. With your AM950 weather, I'm Brett Johnson. Look for a chance for rain tonight with a low around 49, Friday rain with a high near 55, and Saturday rain with a high around 54. Hazel's Northeast has some of the most creatively prepared comfort food you'll find for any meal of the day. Favorites include the drunken banana French toast, buttermilk fried chicken sandwich, and Swedish meatballs. Open Tuesdays through Saturdays from 8 to 8 with a Sunday brunch from 8 until 2. Located off 29th and Johnson, more at hazelsnetogo.com. This is uh, Leonard Peltier. I am in uh, Coleman 1. U.S. Penitentiary, and I'm listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Native American Community Clinic, honoring health. Hey, we are here with Nathan Wright, and he's, he's in the car. He's all right. And we just did a witness to a cold water therapy and also the history of it, Nathan. Nathan, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you fine. Oh, cool. Hey, uh, I want you to, before can we you let you me? go, yeah, we can hear you. You're far, far away, but we can hear you. Um, I want you to promote, uh, again, what we talked a little bit about what's coming up here um, with the water and, and uh, what's happening with, uh, with the Northwoods uh, Nature Fest. Sure. So, as you know, the last three years we've been doing the eviction uh, in Mackinac City. And uh, 
two years ago it culminated we had over 500 people that showed up and it was a really awesome event one of the largest events in uh, northern michigan for this for that type of uh action so we decided you know may was a little too early for a lot of things so we decided to move it to a better warmer month and that month is uh now going to be june 17th a saturday uh that's the main day people are going to come in on friday you know and then people are going to stay on Sunday, which is Father's Day, for some fun events that we're going to have. But everything is pretty much happening on uh, June 17th, the Northwoods Nature Fest. So it's going to be a culmination of herbalists, environmentalists, and crafters, speakers, uh, and musicians. And basically, the ideal behind this is that we want to kind of embed into a community and get people from the community to come in to learn about both the successes of environmental organizations that are around, but also to learn about the concerns, the concerns of um, things that are a threat to our environment. And we feel this is the greatest way to build up allyship with these different organizations and their concern, and also to bring in the area community uh, and beyond, because uh, we have people from Canada that are, we actually have some Canadians that are on our our uh, group that are helping us out. So we're kind of just networking a little differently from the way we've done it before. And we're trying to more um, educational in a way that most people would understand. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're not, we're not doing um, like real deep hardcore stuff that most water protectors already know and understand whereas the average person might not, you know? Mm -hmm. And so really excited about it. We're going to have a guest speaker. Um, everything that we've heard from everybody, they really. You know, uh, we got to have Nathan on again, and we just lost him. And I think, uh, to me, that was amazing. And I, I like what Laurie had to say. Respect and love to you, Nathan. Did you say you heard an eagle just fly uh, going in? Maybe she dreamt it. Maybe you know we dream a lot. Well, Nathan, why don't we uh, why don't we sign off and then we're going to get you on the show again uh, real soon and way prior to this event. But wow, I really appreciate you uh, opening our eyes and our ears on in a good way about this water therapy and. Um, Good luck to you, and we're going to be talking to you real soon again, Nathan. Really good to see you again. And well, good to see you. Thank you for having me, Robert, and I appreciate uh, all that you do and the work that you do. And if you notice, I'm, my phone is shaking a little bit, so I'm just starting to warm back up here, unfreeze myself. So I'll work on that. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you, Nathan Wright. Uh, really good to see you again. Wow. You guys, that was awesome. Seriously. That was seriously awesome. Haley, what, what do you, do you expect this kind of stuff? And you, and you know, with your new job here, your new internship, your new working with Native Roots Radio, is this crazy or what? I mean, you know, it, I, I wasn't, maybe I was surprised to see that it, it did have Native uh, roots to it. I wasn't, you know, I, I had never heard that that was a Native thing before. Um, mm -hmm. And just kind of knowing that uh, it is, a way, a great way to connect with nature uh, and just feel connected to the earth also. But then uh, Nathan's also raising awareness to a really great cause and, you know, with the water and everything. So I'm curious to see like, how, how did you get started doing this? How did you acclimate your body? And, and what are things that maybe our listeners could um, practice doing or kind of slowly start getting into that for their own healing? Oh, I, I don't know if Nathan well, can hear. Oh, I Nathan started, can hear us still. Awesome. Yeah, I'm connected. I think to my Wi-Fi now because I'm back at the house. Yeah, you sound um, you sound good. I started by. We started just by going in the water initially. I'm good. Yeah. Okay, so we started by. It was actually a. a um, 
You know, it, it, I think he mentioned this earlier too, uh, Zoe and Haley, that he started really slow about this, and now he's been doing it for three years, so he kind of knows the mo. But again, the, the weather fooled them because you know, remember what was just less a couple of weeks ago here in the Twin Cities it was eighty degrees and eighty-eight on one day, and then the next day it was thirty-seven degrees. So I think he was thinking that the water was going to be warming up quicker, and, and kind of alluded to right. that. Yeah. So. Yeah, I just wanted to share some other things too, Robert, about um, the benefits of cold water therapy. Um, so uh, I actually used to do this in high school when I was on the track team. Um, we used to have a uh, cold water bath. And so we'd all get in get in that after um, practice. And it really, really helped with um, exactly what Nathan was talking about. Um, you know, reduce inflammation in your muscles. Um, and so there was a study that was even conducted in, in 2011 that found that cyclists who completed intense training sessions had decreased soreness um, after they were immersed in cold water for 10 minutes. Um, and so this is something that, you know, ev everyone can do. Um, I've seen it uh, become a lot more popular, especially amongst like younger folks and athletes, um, doing this like every day, but there's also like mental benefits, of course, too. Um, there's been some research to kind of show that this could actually help with um, depression and anxiety. Um, there was one case study um, with a woman who experienced anxiety and depression since the age of 17, and she began um, doing cold water therapy at 24, and her symptoms um, decreased significantly, um, and so she was able to use this as a part of her medicine to heal um, her mental health. So um, lots, lots of, lots of research actually into this exact thing right now. I'm, I'm pretty sure that like Scandinavian folks or Norwegian folks also do this, um, or at least in colder, colder climates. I've seen a lot of other people um, um, do this, um, and especially like going from hot to cold or like going to a sauna and then doing, you know, jumping in a cold lake. So um, lots of benefit there. helps also like Nathan was talking about, um, fight uh, illnesses and boost your immunity. Um, so just a lot of benefits all it. Of course, um, be careful with your doctor first. Yeah. Um, if you I, have any worries, <laughs> disclaimer, you know. Absolutely. I feel like too, uh, just going off what you said, uh, talking about uh, Native uh, roots, and maybe it's not only Native Americans, but I know that this is uh, taking ice baths is also important in, I think it's Finland. And I know Finland has been like one of the happiest places or happiest places to live for like the past <laughs> five years in a row or something like that. Wow. So, I mean, it, you know, it says something it's working. Well, I know as a youngster, I used to see, uh, you know, major league baseball players just dunk their whole arm, uh, pitchers dunk their whole arm into ice water and, like Nathan said earlier about inflammation and uh, blood circulation and things like that. Nathan, can you hear us? Uh, we only got a couple more minutes in the segment. I'd, I'd love to hear you uh, just give an, one more quick shout out about your event coming up and how our listening audience can support you. Sure, sure. So so real quick, just to answer the, the question that I think we got cut off. Um, I, I used to stick my face in the snow help I actually rolled myself in the snow that's actually some a practice that some still practice with putting their their children and I'm not suggesting that but there's just watch online there's some videos about people putting a little bit of snow on their babies I'm not advocating that I'm just saying that some people uh, have done that but I rolled in the snow a couple years ago uh, I just acclimated I it started with a ceremony that I did where I walked into the water up to my waist and that's where this whole thing started at. Then then we started going into the water, me and my friend Dan Hinman from Little Travers Bay Band. And this was three years ago. So we got used to it. Yes, we went through a lot of different stages, the shaking stages when you first do it. But for most people, I, I would say just be very careful. You know, maybe just go in there with your feet at first, maybe your calves, but just don't jump in. I had a lady that did that once and I told her, I told everyone not to do it, but she went ahead and jumped and she's seen me and she's seen other people and she thought I'll just do it her she was shaking the whole day so please don't do that there's a gentleman out in California that told me he went into a pool it was probably 50 55 he said it was cold but he enjoyed it and that's 
that's maybe a better temperature. The temperatures I'm at right now are not recommended. Normally when you get in the 40, 45 range. Uh, now the Northwoods Nature Fest, June 17th, great area, Indian River. It's actually an old uh, waterway that would go from Petoskey all the way to Sheboygan. Indian River is kind of in the middle there, and that's why it's called Indian River. It was actually the I-75, which is our main highway here in Michigan. It was the I-75 for the canoes, the Gmons. They would travel. You could go there 300 years ago, any time of the day, like right now, you would see someone coming from Manitoulin Island over in Canada or someone heading there. And so two years Wow. What a great uh, segment, and we lost Nathan again, but... Uh... I'm glad we have our audience and you guys. Uh, I, I really liked uh, Lori. Thank you uh, for saying what an exciting, beautiful show. I really appreciate that that output. And uh, we have uh, Wendy uh, Sacred Animal section coming up next. And you're listening to Native Roots Radio presents. I'm awake. Stay with us. Hey, Olgama, I've been hearing a lot about this term, climate justice. What is that? Climate justice is recognizing that the negative impacts of climate change don't affect all people equally. It also means transitioning from a fossil fuel-based economy to a more sustainable future. MN350 is one of the groups that's pushing for this transition to protect our futures. You can even get involved, too. That's great, especially since I'm concerned about pipeline projects like Line 3. How can I help MN350? Just find them on Facebook or visit mn350.org. When we heal from our traumas. When we face our fears. Let go of our addictions. When we relearn our values. When we live our teachings. Respecting our elders. Cherishing and honoring our children. When we honor and take care of our spirit. There will be no room left for sexual violence. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. JNS Bean Factory is a native-owned, community-supported, cozy, artsy coffee shop which offers roasted on-site beans, live music, and baked goods. Relax in the beautiful outside patio. City Pages writes, voted top 10 coffee shops. Tucked into a quiet corner of St. Paul's Highland Park neighborhood, this coffee shop roasts beans on-site from the best coffee-growing countries in the world. Located at 1518 Randolph Avenue, St. Paul. The good stuff. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let howl. Howl! Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back to Native Roots Radio Presents. I'm awake, and this is Robert Pilot. The show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. How? How? Nice. <laughs> hey. Uh, I, I, we got a segment here with Wendy, and I want to uh, introduce my awesome, beautiful wife, Wendy. Uh, take it away. Hey, thanks, Robert. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues on the local and state level, and it's always my pleasure to do that. Uh, Today, I just have a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. Um, You know, I talked last week about having squirrels in our neighbor's house, and we watched with horror um, about uh, the people coming in and getting those squirrels, and Robert and I were really upset about that. And um, I just have a little article here that I read, uh, and it's a picture of baby raccoons. And the baby raccoons are sitting in a little, nice little nest somewhere inside where it's nice and cozy. And what the article talks about is that it's really hard if, 
if the mother animal is removed, right, from that area uh, and taken away, the babies will die. They don't, they don't know how to uh, fend for themselves. They need their mother to take care of them. Uh, so what we ask you to do, if, if you know that a mother raccoon, or I think this goes for squirrels as well, uh, make a lot of noise, make sure that uh, the mom will need about three days to figure out uh, a new nest. Uh, so while you're banging your pots and pans and playing loud music because you don't want her there, that's okay. It's not going to disturb the babies. The babies will be fine. But the mother's going to say to herself, you know what, this isn't a nice place after all, and I need to go look for another nest. So what she'll do is she'll leave the baby raccoons or a mother squirrel will leave her baby squirrels in that area. It could be inside your roof, inside your attic where you don't want them. Uh, but give them at least three days, give the mom at least three days uh, to get um, somewhere she's going to find another nest because she does not want to, um, she doesn't want to uh, be there with her babies, right? Because it's noisy, it's loud, and she will find another nest. So she needs three days to do that. And once she does that, she will take her babies one at a time, and she will move them to the new nest. So you don't need to trap them. Um, and it won't cost you any money to do this, right? You don't have to charge. No one's going to charge you money to get these animals out. You're not going to be harming anybody. And um, it's going to save lives and everyone wins. So that's what we want you to do. And we appreciate that. You know, Robert and I watch these squirrels be trapped in these uh, traps on her roof. Um, the squirrels were very upset. It was very hard to watch an animal, for me anyway, watch an animal literally um, suffer, right? The squirrel went into the trap and uh, was trapped there was really scared, was trying to get out, was claw, trying to claw its way out. It was crying. You could hear it kind of almost making it like a chirping noise. Uh, and then it got dark out, and then it started to rain, and it was horrible. It thundered and lightning, and all I could think of is this poor squirrel in this, you know, trap on top of the roof with no shelter and it's you know an animal will go find shelter if it's if the weather's bad so anyway the squirrel was dead the next day so if you could just be patient you know there's lots of squirrels and raccoons and other you know possums other animals having um babies right now so just want you to keep an eye out on that speaking of possums this is something i did not know and it's um something I want to let you guys know also. So, you know, there's rules if you find a baby bunny or a baby squirrel and all that stuff. But here's the rule about if you find a baby possum. So uh, many orphans can be left for a few hours to see if the mom comes back, right? But not possums. If you see a baby like this one in the yard and you look up a baby possum and you'll be able to see it, how cute they are. Um, get it quickly in a little box or a pet carrier with a blanket and keep it warm. Mama possums can have up to 13 babies. And as they grow, they don't all fit in the pouch. Uh, so some of them ride on her back. And if something startles the mother, right, and she runs, one or two can fall off. But the mother doesn't know that she's lost one. She has so many. She doesn't really keep count of them, which I think is not good for nature to do that. I think nature should have given her instincts to know I have, oh, no, let me count how many I have. Oh, there's two missing. Let me go back and see where they are. But they don't do that, right? The mama doesn't know she's lost one. So please never leave one thinking that the mom will come back But because um, possums don't do that. So that's good to know. I didn't know that. Um, I saw another little... Um, picture here. It's kind of like a mim, and um, it's Mr. Rogers. Uh, for those of you who um, know Mr. Rogers, I grew up with Mr. Rogers in um, watching uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, right? But there's a picture of him uh, hugging Coco the gorilla. So Coco the gorilla 
was a, a very famous uh, gorilla. And there's a picture of Mr. Rogers hugging Coco. And it says, Coco the gorilla was a huge Mr. Rogers neighborhood fan. They used to let Coco watch Mr. Rogers on TV. Um, and Fred Rogers who played Mr. Rogers, took a trip to meet Coco for his show. Um, not only did she wrap her arms around him to embrace him, but she also proceeded to try to take off his shoes. This is something that Fred Rogers did at the start of every show. Do you remember that? He used to take off his shoes, or like put, take, out, take off his outside shoes and put his inside shoes on. So I thought that that was really something that Coco watched him do this all the time, and when she finally met him, um, she tried to take off his shoes. I love that story. Uh, a lot of you know that Robert and I took our godchildren uh, to the circus, and this was a circus that we went to. It was the Canadian Royal International Circus. We saw it at the Mall of America here in Minneapolis, and they have no animals there. That's why we went, because we do not believe that animals should be in the circus, or zoos for that matter. But there's a German circus they're using holograms instead of live animals for a cruelty-free, magical experience, and it's very cool. Uh, so I think that this is awesome. You could also look this up and look at the holograms. The holograms really look like real animals. You could see elephants and horses and lions, and they're all holograms. Uh, so this is a German circus that's doing that, and I think that's fantastic. I think as we move along further into the future, we're, we are seeing less uh, animal cruelty, I think, because of social media, Facebook, and all the platforms that people get to voice their opinions about things. People are really learning more and more about how animals are cruelly treated, and they don't want to do that. They don't want to support, I don't want to support a circus, circus that uses um, animals, any animals in it. So I just don't go to them. Um, but, you know, we all speak and we all can vote with our dollars and how we spend our money. And I use a free app on my phone. I've talked about this before. It's called um, Cruelty Cutter. And you could scan the barcodes of um, merchandise that you buy at the store. A lot of cosmetics, I use it for mostly cosmetics because I want to make sure uh, that the cosmetics that I'm buying are cruelty free. So this is a big subject that we talk about on the show. Our sacred animals are very important to us and we need to help them as much as we can. So with that, Robert, back to you. Everybody, thank you, Nathan Wright, for that unbelievable expedition. Ex, ex, I can't even talk. I'm so excited. It was just a wonderful showing of uh, some sacred kind of uh, cold water therapy that I think we all need. So if you are listening to the show, you are part of the resistance. From Chief Plenty Coops, the ground in which we stand on is sacred ground. It's the blood of our ancestors. We need to resist, divest, join a group, run for office. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier now. <laughs>